0: Get far out with Todd Perry.
1: It's like you've had a kid, you
0: had a head come through that vagina.
1: Like I just had a Chinese finger trap.
0: Buck Perez.
1: Up the butts. Okay, here we
2: go. Up the butts. Okay, here we go. Up the butts. Okay, here we go.
0: And from the rotating gang of Cigar Store Indians, Oscar Toledo.
3: Oh look, it's the white man. Yes, exactly. Deflower me. Hey
1: everybody, welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. And to the right of me is Buck Perez. How we doing, Todd? Uh, doing quite well. And to the left of me is once again Oscar Tejeda. What's up, guys? Good to see you. Um, real quick, so we have a Facebook page nowadays. So uh, Far Out Podcast on Facebook. Check us out. There's a link on the website, on the upper right hand corner like us uh we'll let you know what's going on with the show um also we're looking into right now i don't know if i talked to anybody and you guys about it but uh, streaming every once in a while on stream and uh finding setting that up so you guys can watch us do the show live every once in a while so uh we don't quite have everything set up to do that quite yet but we're looking forward to doing it in the future which will be cool and once again uh rate the show on itunes uh
3: Diabetes, 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 diabetes testing supplies.
1: Now, Oscar, that might sound a little familiar to you from (laughs) your life.
3: Is that Wilford Brimley?
1: That is Wilford Brimley talking about the diabetes.
3: Yes. (laughs) Liberty Mutual does make it easy.
1: And uh, Oscar Teyeda, I got to say, Oscar Teyeda is one of the world's greatest uh, diabetics. Yes. (laughs)
3: Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: And uh, Oscar and I lived together for, what, seven years? Yep. Almost the entire Bush administration. Yes. I, I, I moved in the night before Oscar to our apartment, and it was the day that uh, George W. Bush was sworn in. So I, I just kind of mark that as the calendar of when we uh, lived together. The greatest presidency, really. One of, one of the greats? Yeah.
2: That's when the historic
1: times started. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think everybody can look back on those times fondly. I think the thing, I think the uh, George W. Bush created the Ronald Reagan love amongst the Republicans because I remember one time listening to like Al Rantau and he was like, can't we have a president like Ronald Reagan? Because they, they, the Republicans got tired of Bush and then they, they knighted Ronald Reagan and put him into the in, into the Parthenon of great Republicans. But um, so Oscar Toledo has one of the greatest cases of diabetes in the world, right?
3: Yes. And, and uh, extremely diabetic. <laughs> you are very diabetic. <laughs> yes.
1: And nothing beats this is,
2: this is not funny by the way <laughs> <laughs> extremely diabetic George
1: W. Bush diabetes mm.
2: so what happens is <laughs> this uh, is like
3: a really sad show this is uh,
1: we're gonna talk about physical deformities soon yeah no but when the now your diabetes is under control more or less much like your weight
3: yeah slightly
1: <laughs> and so uh but Oscar used to do some crazy shit because he had diabetes yes And uh, I just wanted to take the opportunity to maybe tell one of my more favorite Oscar Taeda diabetes. Is
3: this me slamming my head into a wall, into a car? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, go ahead. Let's hear this.
1: One one night, uh, Oscar and I and our friend uh, Siano, a.k.a. Drunk C, the three of us, went out drinking one night, and uh, I was driving us back. We went to Orange County. We're driving back from Orange County to Long Beach, and uh, Oscar was in the backseat. It was me and Drunk C in the front. And uh, Drunksy so was kind of drunk. Yes. And uh, so once we get, to, we get home, and I look in the back seat, and I see Oscar's passed out. Now, I think this is just because of drink.
3: Yes. You, you had he, bit, must, he must be tired. Mm-hmm.
1: As one would assume.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, so we, we park the car, and we, we go to walk back into the house, and um, we open the door for Oscar because he's passed out. It's one of those, you know, you, you tap a brother on the shoulder, and say, hey, it's, uh, we're home. Yeah. You know, it's one in the morning, two in the morning. Oscar gets out, exits the automobile, and then kind of bends over, kind of like a, like almost like a Japanese man bowing, (laughs) and then just starts running (laughs) with his head down, right? And he does like a big kind of curvature to his run. It's like a, like a big arc, I would say. Yeah.
3: So he wa- I was running a cross pattern actually. <laughs> That's what it was. In your mind you knew what you were doing. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for the pass.
1: He was running a crossing pattern, he just took a huge left and just went with his big head straight into a parked car. Yep. Half bent over, hit the car, fell over, and fell on his back.
3: And started laughing. And began laughing hysterically. Yeah. This was alarming to me. And immediately I think Todd thought he must be drunk still. <laughs> I think the still was the was the uh you still thought I was drunk.
1: I just thought you were drunk and I was like, Oh shit. So then of course drunk C is not in good shape because it's drunk C.
3: Right.
1: He's never in good shape. No. He is not, you know, one to help out. No. Know, in that in that
2: aspect. No. He'd love to help out, mind right. do, do. He is an enabler in that situation. He's not helping
1: anyone out. No. If you need another beer, that that's a way there for. Right. Anyone should have another beer. Well, that's probably why Oscar was in the position he was in. Because we went out drinking with drunk C. Well, yeah, and so we get back. Oscar just—he almost dented this car because I think he ran into a Prius. Nice.
3: Uh, I, I don't remember what kind of Those car. things are I like mean, plastic. You would just, just to let you guys know when when you're in that situation. You don't remember. You just hear about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah.
1: We help him up. We walk up the stairs to our apartment. Right.
2: I, is he bleeding at all? What's going no, on? I'm no, fine. nothing.
1: No, but he just, just, just took a header and he and, and, just rammed a fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> he just did <laughs> a battery ramrod into a car. Yeah. yeah. And so we get back in the house, and then I'm like, oh shit! And then I realize this guy isn't drunk; he's in a diabetic coma. <laughs> so he's right. basically running around like a whirling fucking dervish, headbutting automobiles. <laughs> wow! So it was like uh, time to call the paramedic because I tried to get him some juice in him or yeah. whatever. I get him some sugary fluids. It didn't work. <laughs> not working.
2: Before that, I bet you tried a litany of things like putting his feet up and things like that, right, Ty? You're just like, what the fuck
3: do I do,
1: right? Well, usually I molest him first. <laughs> oh, Jesus' Because he's a very willing participant at that point. Yeah, TMI is. Yeah. Yes. Tyler
3: so, grabbed my junk when I was, uh... no?
1: No, no. Okay. I never, every, every oh, the nine times <laughs> when you were a diabetic coma in front of me, I never once tucked, tucked your junk willingly. Nice. Okay, cool. And uh, so, so Oscar passes out, and then I had to call the paramedics, and now the great moment was the paramedics are getting ready to come and Drunk C is passed out on my beanbag chair in the house. I'm like, it's a good look. Yeah. Dude, get the fuck up. <laughs> we've, got, we've got the paramedics coming in here to help this guy out. And he's right. like, uh. Right. Uh. So I had to pick up Drunk C, throw him in my bed, and then instruct the paramedics. And so therefore
3: Oscar <clears throat> did return to life. Wasn't there a moment during that where like uh, the neighbors downstairs saw the paramedics and they started praying for me?
1: Yes, the the neighbors downstairs who were gypsies,
3: yeah, who were Roma people, who knew they would, who knew they were religious.
1: <laughs> they suddenly, <laughs> when they weren't screwing people out of money and creating <laughs> elaborate hopes, they horses, would pray. They would pray. So, they, they, probably not working in your favor. No, I'm not imagining the prayers of the gypsies are, are falling on.
3: <laughs> I appreciated they had my back for the moment. There, there's, know yeah, I mean that, that's just one of the many. I mean, I think I remember my first. Uh, story with you specifically todd was yes. was in college yes uh, i passed out while we were hanging out with a group of our friends and
1: sitting he, around a table we're all sitting yeah. around a
3: table and you all proceeded to throw paper into my mouth thinking yes. i was a passed out well to be fair you passed yes. out with your mouth wide open yeah well yeah <laughs> so we started- and then they all just left me there thinking i was asleep <laughs> <laughs> and they left a the diabetic in a coma <sighs> asleep no, that's uh, allegedly, that's what you do. That's what yeah.
1: you do. Yeah. I just thought you were tired, <laughs> so we walked away, and you had uh, your mouth open, and then little wads of like uh, paper wads in your mouth.
3: Yeah, I wonder what the paramedic thought at that point. Why does he have paper in his mouth? <laughs> the He's like, The human ashtray is just sitting there. Knock the fuck out. He <laughs>
1: should have put a cigarette out on your toe.
3: <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, so that that's was... not funny. I know. I know it's not. Well, I don't appreciate it.
1: Well, it's it's only funny now, Oscar. No, nah, I really don't give a fuck. It's, you know, it's it's funny now that you, you got your shit together and you take care of your diabetes. Yeah, more or less. And I think we can tag this with, Oscar, can you tell the people out there with diabetes, can you give them a lesson to take care of themselves as a podcasting superstar? It's like, this is your uh, look,
2: announcement. Look, this if is you your
3: guys are young, announcement. Come if on. you're young, take advantage of it.
1: Take advantage of your diabetes? Yeah, take
3: advantage of your diabetes. You know... You can do some stupid-ass shit and just like, you know, mark it off as being diabetic. I've been in many car accidents. <laughs> I've done many stupid things while while under the influence of diabetes. <laughs> no, that being I, st- I once tried to attack a police officer well, uh, no. while under the influence of diabetes. That
2: being said, have you ever done anything and then just blamed it on the diabetes? Just because...
3: I have I used to never go into work I used to go into work when me and Todd worked together Uh, I never went into work and when I would show up I'd show up super late and every single time I'd show up late they'd be like well where were you how come you're late it was because of the diabetes every single time and, you know, they really couldn't say anything other than... And so what, what would you right. do? Just that damn diabetes. That damn diabetes. That damn got, diabetes. It got me again. Yeah. The diabetes got me again.
1: Uh, so, so, some people have the race card, Oscar Taeda, the diabetes card. <laughs> yeah, I had, I,
3: and I played it every single time I had. Every chance I had, I would play it. So, awesome. But that, that said, I mean, you know, it's, it is a terrible thing to do. Um, and I recommend y'all uh, who have it... Take care of it.
2: I did make fun of one kid I worked with at Starbucks at, oh, music. At one point in time, uh, he was a diabetic, and he had one of those things attached to his hip. I guess it's like... Oh, yeah, the pump. Yeah, and uh, he used to, like, pull it out sometimes and have to do whatever with it. And um, I remember one time some customer saying, oh, what is that? And I was like, don't worry, it's just his iPod. He's just showing off. (laughs) uh, He got kind of pissed off at that. (laughs) He uh, he mentioned to me that uh, that kind of pissed him (laughs) off.
0: Jai
2: Ho. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> this is Todd dancing alone to
1: Jai Ho. So I went. I uh. This is a slum dog baby. I went. I went to oh. uh. Oh Bollywood, Slumdog. I went to a place called the Shuka the Great today. Oh yeah. And I uh, had had an awesome uh, Indian buffet. Nice. And the whole time I was eating the Indian buffet with Sarah, I was Who like was thinking of this.
3: This is terrible. This is awesome.
1: Just feel it, dude. Just feel it. Just, okay, Oscar, put your palms up in the air.
3: I think uh, the diabetes is keeping me from liking this.
1: <laughs> but uh, I, I had some Ashuka the Great. And uh, it was really good. It was like the most awesome. I had goat. You guys ever have goat? Oh, no. I had some goat curry. And uh, I had some chicken curry. But then after that, we had to go to her classroom. She, My, my, my fiance's a. Oh, wait. No uh, I got Down some. Niner. I got some crazy diarrhea off that shit.
3: Yeah. Can, gonna... Can't you play like some some Govinda Jaya or something instead? Oh yeah, a little cooler shaker. Yeah.
1: And I, I I gotta gotta be honest. I had to I had to take a shit in the kindergarten bathroom. Oh man. Now the <laughs> the toilet was how big? <laughs> yes. Hard on the knees too. And I, like you know the, the toilet was about 18 inches off the ground. Yeah. And then I had to do the the state of California toilet paper. Yeah. Which was kind of like 30 grit sandpaper on the ass. Yeah. So if I seem a little grouchy today...
3: Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Damn you, ho Come up, my asshole. Come up with your own lyrics.
0: Slumdog. Looking for a banana hammock so deep and soft you can cradle your babies in it? Come to Mantuan's Fashion Warehouse. We're discreetly located in the Closet District. For an extra 20% off, remember to tell them Buck Perez sent ya. Far Out Podcast is now on Stitcher. Listen to us on your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, and Palm Prix. Stitcher is smart radio for your phone. Go to stitcher.com and download it free today.
1: Now, uh, Buck, you've got before you a list of bizarre sex laws from around the world, so uh, if you could let us know across the world some things that you could potentially get in trouble for sexually across the the world. By the way, anybody traveling anywhere... Sometime. I'm going to Costa Rica for my honeymoon, but
2: I'm looking nice. for Costa Rica. I don't see nothing. But
1: let's start at home, shall we? Uh, but by the way, in Costa Rica, you can drink and drive legally. Nice. nice. We, we found that out, so be uh, getting hammered and driving. So you around. will. You will be. He's yes, taking, I will he's be. He's taking yeah. advantage. Yes. The only acceptable
2: position in Washington D.C. apparently is the missionary style position. Anything other than face to face is considered illegal.
1: Really? In Washington, D.C. or Washington State? It says D.C., sir. Well, uh, the people in Washington are used to screwing people. So, uh... There you go. Doo-doo-ch.
2: Up the butts. Okay, here we go. There are, four, there are men in Guam whose full-time job is to travel the countryside and deflower young
3: virgins. Oh, nice. I want to live in Guam. Who pay Guam.
2: them for the privilege of having sex for the first time. Reason. Under Guam law, it is expressively forbidden for virgins to marry. Oh, that's that's a place to be right. there
1: So what that's a good job So basically maybe the the three of us and maybe with one more pe- pe- person who knows like the four horsemen of Guam. <laughs> oh yeah. And we could like roll around town. pounding poon all day. Yeah, just just deflowering young women. Cuz over you, I'm over doing here a favor. Over here we're just, you know, a
2: couple of white guys. Over there we're we're exotic fruit. Oh, know that's know? true. Yes, we are we are
3: that. Oh, look, it's the white man. Yes, exactly. Deflower me. <laughs>
1: yeah we could definitely just walk around but but the problem is though that's got to get annoying after a while the flowering virgins i, I maybe in guam it's messy it is messy <laughs> yes <laughs> That's true. Yes, it it is messy. And when you go
3: home to your wife, it's just not as good. <laughs> I imagine. It completely ruins the rest of your days. The 9 to 5 must suck for the wife. Because, she, you know, you get home and she's like, I want some. Nah.
1: It's like, you've had a kid. You had a head come through that vagina. Nah, I'm good. Like, I just had pure, like, it, it was like, it was like fucking a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> All right, so that was Guam. Let's go to Lebanon Let's see
2: what Lebanon's up to. Lebanon, men are legally allowed to have sex with animals. Oh, but the nice. animals must be female. Having sexual relations with a male animal is punishable by death, which makes sense.
1: What if they had anal with the female? Like, is that the thing? Is they just want the Lebanese men putting it in <laughs> yeah. the vagina? Or is it because it's it's homosexual if you have sex with a male animal?
3: Well, do you want to give a, an animal an enema before you, like, pound it?
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely got to clean that out. If Maybe Lebanese, you throw a little bit of that yogurt in there. Yeah. Just to clean Ooh. that out. And I'm sure
3: a good lubricant. That's some good shit. Yes.
2: Also, Muslims are banned from looking at the genitals of a corpse. Oh. Did you know that? This also applies to undertakers. Sex organs of the deceased must be covered with a brick or piece of wood a at brick? all times. <laughs> in my case, that that is a two by four, yes. <laughs> Seems yeah, a little excessive. A huge.
1: Nah, no brick. Just a large, yes. wait, it's like a large red brick. Because I imagine, like, my grandmother has this old saying, because she's uh, old, real old. Mm. Huh. And my grandma one day, uh, I guess when she was a child, child, when she was like 12 or whatever, I guess she had a skirt on and her legs were kind of open a little bit. And mm. I mean, no, she wasn't being like dirty or nothing. And uh, this was, you know, like 1925. Or something like that. And uh, I guess her grandfather turned to her and said, you better put your legs together because no man's going to throw a hat over it.
0: Nice. <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs>
1: the old saying. So you put a brick. So you put a brick over the junk.
2: Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, in Hong Kong, a betrayed wife is legally allowed to kill her adulterous husband. Ooh, that's not good for us. Mm. But may also, but may only do so with her bare hands. The husband's lover, on the other hand, may be killed in any manner desired.
1: Nice. Yeah. Okay, so that guy can, wait, 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 wait. That's uh, dope. So that she can great. shoot the bitch for, for taking her man. Sure. Right, well, that's she, fair. But she has to strangle her husband. Yeah. But then, okay, so then what happens if you're the husband and then you win that fight? And that's wrong. You, like, you beat the shit you out go, of the woman. You go to jail. Oh, you, you do go to the, oh, for beating a woman. Of course. But it's okay if she goes in and chokes the guy out of it.
3: Well, you fucked up.
2: <laughs> well, you fucked up. Did you know that the penalty for masturbation in Indonesia? We were in Guam earlier. This is Indonesia. What's, no, a, what's the punishment for masturbation? What do you think?
3: In Indonesia?
2: Indonesia. Not French Indochina. Indonesia Getting your, your thumbs cut off Oh it, it does involve Something getting cut off Yes Thumbs Ooh. no The wang Decap No you would think Decapitation Oh fuck Whoa. They will chop Yo head off If they catch you Playing with your head
1: Now I wonder if If, if they chop it off While you're masturbating If the human is Kind of like a chicken
3: You know like You cut a chicken's head <laughs> still, off And it keeps running Still just, just, jerking Just still jerking <laughs> well, and, Do you hope to finish At that point Because you could probably Watch yourself
1: No I imagine Kind of like suffocation Oh, yeah, you could want, You could actually put your head and watch yourself for about what they say It's about... Ten like, seconds? Ten seconds, watch yourself jerking off. You could give yourself a money shot. i might be down with that. Yeah. But, but then also, some people are into suffocation. I imagine there's a... That's probably how you'd...
3: Grasshopper? Die. Hmm? Grasshopper was into that, wasn't he? Oh, um... David Carradine.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you get your head cut off, you watch yourself jerking off, and then you have a suffocation, so you have a brilliant orgasm. Brilliant. Yes. So, you know, that might not be... It's a good way to go out.
2: (laughs) Warn your hubby that after making love in Ams, Iowa, he isn't allowed to take more than three gulps of beer while lying in bed with you Mm. or holding you in his arms.
1: I would uh, be serving a death sentence at that point.
2: (laughs) Uh, Bozy, Montana has a law that bans all sexual activity between members of the opposite sex in in the front yard of a home after sundown if they're nude. Apparently, mm. if you wear socks,
1: you're safe from the law. Oh, oh. that's that's yeah. illegal in my home. No socks. <laughs> really? Yeah, no. It's 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 a major offense in the Perry home if mm. there's socks during I'd, the lovemaking. I like making.
2: to wear uh, socks during lovemaking. Actually, it's it's too. not I an know. article of clothing. I've got uh, I've got profusely uh, sweaty feet, so <laughs> are I they fi- like I the find the socks kind of sponge, kind of act as a sponge. And are they like y- up a bit. Are they like your hands? Yes, pretty much. You got you got that problem. <laughs> yes, I do have profusely sweaty hands, and it, it, it has been my uh, one of my things my whole life. Yes,
1: Buckle come over for a cup of coffee, and you think you just was on trial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always sweaty. I'm the skinny
2: sweaty man, and uh, I've always been that way. It hasn't hasn't been like it just came on. I can remember being uh, second or third grade in you know going to Catholic school. Twelve years, you go to a lot of mass, and every time you go to mass, you have to. You know, say the Our Father. Everyone holds hands. I don't know if you're aware of this, but everyone holds hands.
1: Yeah, we were both raised Protestant. That was pretty
2: much the uh, the dreaded, hated point of my day, every day, because every time someone would, you know, after that, I'd get this, like, right <laughs> just constant you know wiping of the hand on the jeans or whatever just just total disgust at what they just did you know and then literally right after that is the part of the mass where you have to shake that person's hand mm. so you, oh. yeah say peace to your neighbor or whatever and the person just looks at you again like damn you're really gonna shake my fucking hand <laughs> with that slam ass hand really ass hand. And so yeah and I, I uh i I had a hard hard childhood, yes.
1: Yeah, uh, when we played in a band, uh, picks would literally disappear while Buck was playing, the, like the acid in his hands. That's would, right.
3: We'd and, eat them all out. And bass strings would just be rusted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, remember two, that.
1: Buck played my bass for two days the other day. It was like...
3: <laughs> Fucked it up.
1: It's like he submerged it at the bottom of the sea next to the Titanic for three weeks.
2: <laughs> I had like CLR on the reg... Back then, you know, just wiping that shit down because that shit was rusty,
1: man. Is there any way to, like, neutralize your hands maybe? Like, no, you know, I've, I've gone through
2: phases of worrying about this. Cornstarch? I, I just worn the, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much, yeah. But, uh, you know, I think at one time I, I put deodorant or something or antiperspirant <laughs> or something on my <laughs> it's hands. It's even worse. Well, you know, I didn't know that at the time. But Your hands, <laughs> they didn't smell, did they? They did not like okay. me. No, but they were perspirant. Okay. So I was Oh, I see. Perspirant and yeah it.
1: but uh it didn't work all right so you got the sweaty palms and the sweaty feet anywhere else is there like no, like the chode no
2: not really no it's just mainly my feet and my hands are profusely sweaty at all times yeah it is it is a little alarming like i said mainly i just warn the people that i'm around like
1: yeah this is this is how it is and it's not changing anytime soon so you're gonna get drenched <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the male version of the women who are squirters you're like a hand squirter. <laughs> you're kind of like Spider-Man. Yes. You know, the funny thing is, we're talking about the socks in the bedroom. And the thing is, when you're having sex, uh, blood gets transferred to the penis. Right? So, it's kind of, your, your blood reallocates. Hopefully. And if you're like me, you know, it's two pints to fill the cock, you know? So, therefore, the feet get cold, oh. is what happens. And so, therefore, you have to wear socks, or at least have these Minnetonka moccasins I wear in order to avoid my feet becoming gangrenous due to the amount of blood transfer going to the penis. Wow.
2: Wow. This has happened to you? I'm sorry. That was like
1: a plug for Todd. (laughs) (laughs) It's a plug for my plugging. So, uh, uh, Buck, any more uh, bizarre sex laws in there? Hey, Buck, you
3: know, with your hands, just let it rain, man. (laughs) Fuck it.
1: (laughs) We were talking the other day um, about when you go to a strip club. So Oscar and I went to a Raider game, and we went to uh, Oregon last October. And we, we, we <laughs> so took a very long road trip. I had a great time, by the way. Yeah, it was great. We had a wonderful time. We can do a whole show on stories from that. But um, one night after going to the Raider game, like we drank all day watching football. We had chicken and waffles and we had some friends who just happened to be staying in Oakland. So we went out to San Francisco and went to a uh, club. Yeah. We went to a
3: gentleman's club. and That was like beyond gentlemen's club. Yeah, it was, fa- it was pretty fancy pants. It was like you needed to be rich to stay there.
1: Yeah, it was like $40 for a lap dance, and like we just sat there and had some drinks, and I was kind of fucked up that night. Yeah. And uh, we sat there and had some drinks, but Oscar has this bizarre thing he likes to do in the club, where he wads up his dollar bills <laughs> oh, to yeah. the point to where they're as taut as like a BB.
3: Ooh. And throw them.
1: And he chucks them at the woman, like trying to give her a welt.
2: It's like kind of the very opposite of making it rain. You're you're being like a
3: stingy... I'm just like, it's like, it's like hail. It it's like hail falling on.
1: <laughs> He's like pelting the woman. Like it hail. It's like he's shooting them with a BB gun, and he's looking to make marks. And oh. then I'm like, Oscar, I don't know, this might be kind of like
3: wrong to do well, to a woman it, wait is it degrading is, is she not degrading herself already
1: has <laughs> she not degraded herself no. so far you're, that you're, you're just
3: you're just taking it up a notch is what you're doing you, you know, know yeah. I, I think that maybe they didn't expect it at that joint but where i go they <laughs> expect that on the regular
1: dude it's borderline stoning yeah it is kind of <laughs> like your
2: spitty daughter too as well you're just like throwing shit at her yeah you know, so
1: yeah yeah that was pretty fucked up it's like a saudi arabian woman who showed an ankle when oscar walks He's like no <laughs> you will not do that
2: at least when i when i was stripping i would uh, I, I wouldn't take too kindly of that
3: you weren't, weren't down with that i wasn't no. down no. all
1: right well i'd like to thank everybody for listening to the farrell podcast today before we go you've got some time this week to think about things to get enlightened to look at life in a deeper way. Sometimes
2: uh, you need to take time out.
1: Sometimes, Sometimes you do need to take time out. But gotta take a time out. Yeah. T- time to reflect. Yeah. yeah. Time to look at the world in an honest way. And I find no other man worthy of being able to do that than the great Socrates. Pootie-tang. Oh no. Who? Oh. Cool? Who? Oh. Pootie Tang. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. So we're gonna leave you with a little bit of Pootie Tang. There's a sign, and in a
0: tragedy.
1: She's a cold Tony. That was uh, Pootie Tang as a child. Let's young, hear that. Young Tang. Young Tang. Young Tang. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> There's a sign, tippity, and a classy. She's a cold tone. She's a cold tone. And once again, Oscar Toledo would like to remind everybody about the dangers of a health problem.
0: Diabetes. Diabetes. Diabetes.
3: Diabetes. 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 Oh, oh. Diabetes. Di- diabetes. Testing supplies
1: so uh, like, thank you for listening to the Far Out Podcast and we'll see you next week thank you Buck Perez gracias thank you Oscar Taeta. thank you alright have a good one
3: some Falco and some Diabetes
1: Dirty Old River
0: Master